You are listening to TJ Talks. Be aware, this show contains explicit language. All right, welcome to TJ Talks. I am Judd, and with me today is Ellen. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm great. I love doing podcasting with you. Wonderful Wednesday. Uh, well, thanks. And uh, so uh, we're doing more podcasting, and I, um, I believe that Teresa will be back on, hopefully, here in mid-July when things seem to kind of get better. You know, she's really, really busy, so... Uh, she's just taking a, a momentary break. She's on hiatus. I wish I could, I should be able to have a vacation. I'll have her podcast for a month. <laughs> there you go. Have her call me because I'll podcast with her too. You know, that would be pretty cool. I, I'd like to, I'd listen to that. I would totally would be, be wanting to hear, hear uh, that because I'm sure it would be, it would be one crazy podcast, crazier than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who knows what the topics could be. <laughs> I, I'm sure. <laughs> who knows? Uh, I could just produce it and you guys can talk, you know, coffee, talk, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> coffee, coffee talk. That, that's exactly it. <laughs> yep. Like uh, the, the Mike Myers Saturday Night Live. Who is that character? Brenda? No, Linda Richman. Linda Rich. Linda. <laughs> it was hysterical. Linda Richman. Yes. Especially so. when um, Barbara Streisand came on. Barbara. <laughs> and she was all of a clump. That's it. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that uh, that would be a fun show. I We should do that one time. Get you and Teresa and I'll just kind of watch the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Of course, Once again, you get off easy. Uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, you know what's cool is well, right now we're doing this with Skype, but I'm going to work on using the Google Hangout system to try to record a podcast in the very, very near future. And I think that will be really cool. And we can have up to 10 people in a Google Hangout. Yeah, we'll have to see how the internet connection stays as I, we've experienced a few I know. little glitches here and there. But wow. yeah, that would be fun. So were you watching TV last night by any chance? Oh, man. No, I was at I was at Toastmasters till darn 10 o'clock last night. So. Oh my gosh, that was a marathon. Well, well, oh, you usually do your after, after meeting. Dinner. Yeah, we have the after party. Yeah, the after party. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not to be confused with any other. We have to. Someone has to, you know, tap the keg and. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. called, called toast. maple syrup. Right. The, <laughs> it's not called Toastmasters for nothing. <laughs> we just hang out in robes and <laughs> and drink beer. <laughs> cigars that's it yeah just like it's like the end of that uh that uh, tv show um with william shatner and james spader yeah 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 mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) boston legal there you go yeah at the at the end of that show they'd sit up there i came up with boston but i couldn't figure out another name Uh uh-huh yep that's what we do yeah. Now we, we went to Cracker Barrel last night. We had about eight people show up to Cracker Barrel. That was was a fun time. Oh, that's a good turnout. Yeah. Well, figuring you've got about fifteen people that show up to the meeting. Almost mm-hmm. half went to go eat afterwards. That's great, and that's a fun group up there. I yeah. wish it wasn't so far. Yeah, yeah. It it is a good time. Um, 
So, but I got my work cut out for me. I'm, I, I, I don't know. Am I officially, unofficially considered? It's I'm not elect because I wasn't elected area governor, so I can't be called area governor elect. <laughs> right, it's area governor appointed. Yeah, pre soon to be soon to be yes, soon to be area twenty governor. Yes, wonderful. So that's exciting. That's a, that is exciting, and it's a, you know it's a great group of people. So it'll be uh, great to have your leadership up there. Oh yeah, we actually we did our officer election, and I am not an officer in the club. First time in. 10 plus years. Wow. Did you won't even know how to act. I know. I just show up. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Sorry. Just fill, or do, here's the area governor line. Just fill me in for anything. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. I got to, I got to, I got to have speech in my back pocket. And then, and then what you do is you get up there and you give a speech about how great Toastmasters is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. And how that makes you achieve your goals. Right. You know, um, that does happen quite a bit with area governors because, you know, you get a lot of energy and you're excited and you have so much time that, you know, you're lucky if the club gives you time to present. And so you really want to get them motivated. But I think that's maybe something else that I hope to be able to do is not just be a cheerleader. <laughs> I want to I want to be more than just a cheerleader. I want to say, hey, look, when I come here, I'm going to give a speech. I'm going to give a real, real no good speech. Uh, you know, a goodness, uh, a honest to goodness speech, not just, you know, yeah, give some good. sort of uh, five to seven minute table topic about how great Toastmasters is. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, and and in my reign this year as area governor, I was, ho I hoped that I did that as well, where I was giving, definitely contributing and giving good value to the meetings and not just showing up and, you know, taking up space. And actually giving something back because it was fun because I haven't been in Toastmasters quite as long as you have. I don't know that many people who have. And it's embarrassing to me because I'm not a DTM and most people, they go in and in five within five years or less, they're DTM. And here I am, 20-year Toastmaster. And I've just been doing the club thing, hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> I hang out. I drink coffee. I do the club thing. Hey. So yeah. this this is a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah, but this will be good. This will be good, and on your way to it. So, so the reason why I asked you about TV last night is because I was flipping through the stations, uh -huh. and all of a sudden I see this awesome rock concert going on, or what it seemed to be an awesome rock concert, and um, uh, Sir, what's his name now, Sir Paul McCartney? Oh, Sir from Paul McCartney, sure, was on stage uh -huh. and giving a fantastic rendition of some great Beatles songs, uh -huh. and. And I stopped to listen or at least to see what it was. And, of course, DirecTV gives you everything, uh, you know, the, as far as the full view of what it was. And it was the Queen's 60th Jubilee, official one. Diamond. Queen's Diamond. Diamond, Diamond, Jubilee. Diamond yes. Jubilee. Mm -hmm. And it was this entire rock concert, like much like uh, when President Obama was inducted into the White or you know, actually sworn in in the White House and that huge concert that Stevie Wonder put on. It was like all these great names and fantastic, and it was all right in front of Buckingham Palace as the backdrop. So it was really, really cool. So do you know anything about the Queen's Diamond Jubilee? I, I only know the most important part of this whole thing is about Princess Kate. 
course. <laughs> well, you know what? We were talking about this today. I was talking about it at work. Did you know the so the princess? She's all dressed up. She's the she's wearing a beautiful red dress. I don't know if you saw this for the. I did because you said it was made out of dolphin or something. No, no, yeah, made out. No, no, she was wearing the submarine insignia which is oh. called the dolphin and in it, it, whether you're from the UK or you're from uh the United States we we wear this insignia they're they're similar not the same theirs actually looks like regular porpoise dolphins ours look like the mythical dolphin fish but i guess the the big picture here is that she's wearing a submarine insignia on her civilian clothes mm. and for people like me you know, there's there's two trains of thought. Well, only people who earn their dolphins should get to wear those those dolphins. But you know, when you're you know one death away from <laughs> sitting on the throne as the queen, you kind of go, eh, she can wear them if she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the other train of thought: is that it it is so good to see somebody who supports that particular. Um, branch of the service because they're called the silent service because no one ever hears about it or anything. They just go about their business and with budgets the way they are today, it's nice to know there's um, support from the monarchy. Yeah. <laughs> and and here, here's the indirect thing is that um, we have a, a relationship between, you know, America and the UK. So, mm -hmm. so what's good for the UK is good for America it, as long as you know they're supporting. So you're you're a power dolphin. Uh, go Kate. Uh, yeah, go 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 Kate. Yes. Go Kate. Go Kate. <laughs> and then and uh, and Flipper and <laughs> yeah yes yes. <laughs> and all of the other mythical dolphins. Right. Exactly. So I guess there was all sorts of stuff going on. So what what do you know? I don't know as much probably as you do about this whole diamond jubilee thing. Well, you know, Judd, when you come up with a topic like that that I'm not exactly familiar with, you know me, I'm the research girl. Uh -huh. I start looking up insignificant information about what the whole weekend is all about. And apparently it starts with a world tour. And these jubilees are done every 10 years. And they have these huge concerts and this huge uh, dedication to the queen and uh, – commending her for her service and all of the things that she's done for the UK. Mm -hmm. And it starts with an entire weekend. So most of them are the first weekend in June. And this particular one is no different. It was June 2nd through the 5th is how long the, the piece went or the, the, the weekend went. And it starts out with the Queen visiting the Epsom Derby over in England. And I'm really not familiar with the Epsom Derby. Obviously, it's a derby. It's a, it's a horse race. Of some type. Not a hat. Not No, not a hat. <laughs> it seems to be from what I, you know, again, you can always believe what's on Wikipedia. Right. It's the source <laughs> of all knowledge on the, you know, in the internet. <laughs> exactly. But it is a, um, it's a, a coronation cup is, is the actual race. Uh -huh. Coronation cup. So she goes to that event and that's what kicks off the weekend. And apparently they've been doing that for uh, decades, possibly centuries. Mm -hmm. and, and for the fact that I haven't heard of this Epsom Derby before was quite interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was thinking of salt, of course, you know, Epsom salts and oh, all of those things. Oh, it's spelled like that. Of, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. So I was looking for the connection, but I never found one. But anyway, that's how it starts is that on the Saturday of the weekend, she starts with the Epsom Derby. 
And then the next two days, um, the Sunday and the Monday, they actually do what's called a big Jubilee lunch. And what they do is they, um, they ask all of the Commonwealth to participate in lunches with their neighbors and their friends and so forth. And they just, again, once again, celebrate the monarchy of, of the queen. And, uh, as, pre- as friends, as part of the diamond Jubilee celebration, it's, it says, um, and they, uh, have some kind of a pageant that consists of a thousand boats assembled from across the UK and the Commonwealth and around the world. And then the queen and the Duke of Edinburgh travel to the Royal barge, which formed on the centerpiece of the flotilla. Wow. So interesting, right? Yeah. So it's a very, uh, very involved event. It's not something that's just like kind of thrown together in a week or, you know, in a week. I mean, these are things that have been planned. And apparently when I went back and started looking at some of these things, they start planning the next event the day after the last one finishes. Wow. That's how long it takes for them to put all of these things together with the decorations and the lighting and the, the um, facilities throughout the streets again that they – because they really support – the Commonwealth and making sure that they have these big Jubilee lunches. And it's really about connecting the neighborhoods. Wow. Well, you think that, uh, hmm. you think that they're getting ready for the next, uh, Jubilee, whatever that's going to be. What? Well, it would be the 70th, right? Yeah. What do you think that is? since this is diamonds, what do you think the next one is? Well, it seems, I mean, the history has proved that it's been every 10 years. I wonder what it would be. I, I wonder know. if they just wait for 75. Oh, well, yeah, I wonder what what's the next what is the next jubilee? Huh? Let's find out. We'll have to find out. You will have to do that part of it. And uh, but then the second the last part is the Monday they have this huge concert and that's what I saw last night on TV. Mm-hmm. Was all of these big named mostly mostly UK stars obviously. They want to keep it all in the family. Um uh um Elton John was there and what's he a duke? Is he a sir? Sir, Sir Elton John, Sir, yeah. Sir Elton John, Sir, Sir Paul McCartney, and, and many, many others. I mean, the, the list just went on and on about the concert, and it was just quality, incredible quality. It's, it's platinum in 2022, yeah. and the Queen will be 95. Oh, okay. So, so, 20. so she makes so it. 10 years. Yeah, she makes it. It's, that's yeah. what it is. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. So, it, but it involves everything. It's a, and it's a, they say it's a network. Of, you know, all kinds of different commonwealths, I guess. Um, and and it, the Channel Islands. Are you familiar with the Channel Islands? No. So involve them. Um, the Isle of Man and the Commonwealth. Hmm. So the Channel Islands, the Island of the Isle of Man, and the Commonwealth. So if you could ask somebody from the UK some questions, if you could interview someone from the UK. What kind of questions might you ask them about this whole Diamond Jubilee? Because I may be able to get us an interview with a a UK resident. Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> well, much like any of the other holidays like we celebrate, like the Spirit of 76, mm-hmm. those kinds of things, July 4th, you want to know what the history is and why it, it all started and why it all began. And like I said, the, what I found out on, on the websites is that typically it's really just to celebrate the fact that she had another 10 years in, in as, the, as the Queen of England. But 
um, I wonder what the history is, why, who started it, why they started it. And I never got back that far to find out exactly what started the whole thing. So I'd like to know that. And the second part of it is this big lunch thing. Is it more about, um, you know, really just kind of, I don't know if it's desegregation or just bringing everybody together or because I don't know what the temperature is like over in the UK when it comes to that. I know what it's like in New Jersey. Uh huh. What's it? I'm sure it's very similar. In every street, every street is like there's a street of Irish, there's a street of Italian, there's a street of Jewish, there's a street of, you know, I mean, it's like, like everybody kind of bonded in their own neighborhood. So I wonder if it's like that in the UK where they're kind of bonding the neighborhoods together, old and new. Uh, you know, I don't know because it, it it can be pretty spread out. I do yeah, know that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, and and whether people follow through with this lunch or not. Well, that's true. I, I bet you they do because I've seen some posts from my friends in the UK, and uh, they definitely um, are very excited about it. There's a lot of partying going on. I think maybe it's not so much lunch anymore. I think it's like. Yeah, <laughs> and when they, when yeah, they I know what the real thing is. But when they say lunch, they're pouring. <laughs> you know, they're at the pub. Yeah, it's not bangers and mash, right? It, it, it's steak and kidney pie and a couple of Guinnesses or whatever it is. There you go. There you go. Like a big Mardi Gras. I, I, you know, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Well, because I mean, Mardi Gras starts with Fat Tuesday. Yeah. And that you know, and it goes for a period of what four days, five days, so, something like that. So, so it, it, it seems very um, congruent from that perspective, although I don't know what the background is again mm-hmm. as far as why they do it. Hmm. Um, but it seemed like a nice celebration. It seemed like a kind of a cool thing. But like I said, what kind of started the spark the whole thing was when I was flipping through channels last night and I hadn't really heard about it. It wasn't like it was televised or that there were commercials. Oh, don't forget to watch on blah, blah, blah on BBC on Monday night. <laughs> Watch this great concert. They didn't. They didn't do any of that. So I was quite surprised and caught by surprise. Um, and then the last part of it, by the way, is a lunch at the Westminster Hall, and they do like a procession and uh, mm-hmm. a parade and stuff. So it's oh. kind of very cool. Yeah. I- I, I sent a message off to one of my friends in the UK that's actually up on Skype right now, but I think that. He may be busy at this. He may be partying. He may be partying because I. Well, you know, it's like nine o'clock. I think over there right now. Oh, okay. Or eight, eight or nine. It's about well five hours difference. I think. Yeah, I'm something, not sure. Something like that. So. I have to trust you on that one. But the but this today specifically is the party in the streets in London. Oh. So maybe he is busy. He may be partying. <laughs> he may be partying. He may be cracking open that Guinness that we're talking about. Uh, very, very much. Yes. So, so it's but it's an exciting event, and it's always nice to know what other people's um, mm-hmm. histories are and so forth. But and I'm just looking at it now. The past jubilees that I've seen, it it does give a definition that it says that the that the um, that it really is just a celebration of the monarch, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and, cool. uh, and it started in 1807 Wow! with Queen Victoria when she was the longest running monarch, wow. apparently. Yeah. So it's, party animals. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's all these milestones that they celebrate. They don't, you know, they don't celebrate our presidential milestones. I mean, no. we didn't do anything for Clinton when he like defaced the whole, 
<laughs> you know, no the more king. Sexual world. No more king. No more king. <laughs> That's right. Right. We're gonna do things our way. <laughs> That's right. Or else we'd have George Washington the twenty fifth about right now. Yeah. Actually, if you ever go to the Smithsonian, there is a statue of George Washington in in the I think it's the hist- which American History Museum. And he's sitting like he is a monarch in there. I think he would have been horrified if he ever saw the statue of himself. <laughs> I swear. It, is it I, the one where he's kind of leaning and kind of elbow on a chair? And no, I you know he's sitting and he's like wearing like robes and you know it's it just like it's it's oh. it's crazy. I have I took some photos when last time I was up there, and it's just when you see him, it's just like really. <laughs> the last the last like statue of him that I saw was very unattractive and and he looked kind of ghetto, you know, like Did, he was leaning on a, you know, kind of like hanging on a yeah. hanging he, on the side leaning. That I called the gangsta lean. The, I called it was that's, it? What I tell my, that's what I tell my chiropractor. Uh-huh. <laughs> the gangsta lean. There's all sorts of good stories about him. Anyways, um Enough of that UK talk. Yeah, well, wait a second. What What? questions would you ask? I mean, obviously, you just popped on to your Skype there and Mm -hmm. asked your friend what what everything was all about. But what other questions would you ask? What would I ask? Well, I would ask him probably what his personal involvement is about it. And I'd ask him what he loves about his monarchy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, you know. T- tell me what what is the affinity to it that you love, and um, and I would want to know, um, you know, uh, what what is the anticipation of the next generation of the monarchy? How how do you feel about that, and that that sort of thing? Just kind of curious about you know the you know where it fits within the scope of of their life. In the UK, because if you think about it, and I've heard this uh, over the course of the last couple of days uh, on the radio or podcast or whatever, that you know it's not just England that she's the monarch of. You know, Canada owes yeah. its is is under the crown. That's right, <laughs> along with many other uh, commonwealths out there, which is why um, it seems relevant that she starts out the jubilee with a world tour right and she visits all these countries and there's actually statistics about how many planes she takes and how many oh. boats she takes and and they're all in the 700s by the way 777 planes she takes wow during That's, this tour wow she doesn't have her own plane apparently not i think she does i i Go think on. i think i maybe they're just saying flights i'm thinking you know? yeah yes yeah. because i mean you know she is the monarch. I'd imagine. Yeah, she is the monarch. I think she's a little <laughs> richer than our president. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so now you can change. Okay, yourself. now I can now, change. Now, now, now I know what you mean. Well, you know, I'm in meetings today at work, and it's crazy day, and I'm thinking about all this stuff for podcasts, and I've got these couple, I've got another topic as well. But then, of course, I get a little message on my iPhone, and it says, Ray Bradbury died. And I was like, holy smokes. And I, there's nothing I could do. You know, it's not like, hey, everybody, we're talking technical stuff. I just want to interrupt this meeting to let you know Ray Bradbury died. <laughs> Did you shed a tear? 
No, no, no. It's not like that. I, I don't do that when anybody dies. I'm, I'm in trouble because I don't cry when people die. Oh, apparently, okay. I just. I mean, the guy was like old, anyways, right? I mean, he yeah, was like in his nineties. He was like, I think he was in like ninety-one or something. He was ninety-one when he died. He was born August twenty-second. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, 91. that's a good life. I mean, how can you complain? If I lived to be ninety-one, I'd be like, heck. Yeah. Did he? I don't even. Th- I mean, it's not like he suffered. I, I believe. I don't know. I don't think he did. Yeah. Know? Well, at least we don't know that, and that's good. Well, because, but I, but if I'm going to make it to ninety-one, I want to be a good ninety-one. Yeah. Well, oh, you know? and he was. He was with, yeah. totally with it. He's known for such great books as Fahrenheit four fifty-one, and uh, when I was in elementary school, I got this book the book something wicked this way comes i was it was on the weekly reader the scholastic weekly reader you could order the books did you do that we did yes absolutely Uh absolutely i remember those but i didn't uh, unfortunately i didn't travel into the sci-fi world so this is where you're going to do all the talking about yeah (laughs) mr ray bradbury (laughs) Uh, i'm not going to spend a lot of time on it but i remember getting that book and it was really kind of one of those the 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 uh, cover of the book was scary. Just the, everything about it was it. It wasn't sci-fi. It was almost like scare. It was. It wasn't horror. It was like crazy. And it was like a Twilight Zone. And if you've seen the movie, and the movie stars Jason Robard, mm-hmm. and it's great. It definitely. Everybody should see it because it, if you don't read it, you should see the movie at least. Uh, it is so good. So since you've done both, is this the typical? The book was much better. Um, no, I think that they were both good. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a long time since I read the book, but the book isn't that big. The book is a pretty small book. His books don't tend to be tomes. They tend to be reasonable lengths so that you can get through them in an evening. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would definitely check it all out. But but, but that just adds to the um, catastrophes this year. And I remember one of the podcasts that you and Teresa did in like toward the beginning of the, uh, well, maybe it was just a month ago or so where it was all these people that have died. I mean, Dick Clark and Whitney Houston and Ray Bradbury. I know. And (laughs) none of them, I think were on our, on our bucket list. In fact, so I, I I don't know. Uh, Let's see here. Man, we had a bucket, a good bucket list though going. Or, I mean, not bucket list, but excuse me, Deadpool. Dead, on Deadpool. the Deadpool. <laughs> exactly. Uh, man. Those are so funny. Uh, you know, we, we, I need your, your picks for the Deadpool so I can put it on here. <laughs> well, see, most of mine already kicked it because I called uh, uh, Joe Paterno like the day after all of that. Did you really? Happen. Oh, yeah. I said he'd be dead in seven months. And I was like, I was off by three weeks. Oh, man. Yeah. Because so, um, yeah, a lot of uh, there's 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 actually a lot of people and Whitney Houston would have been on my Deadpool list because she's she was just crazy. And I agreed with what uh, Teresa said on that particular podcast where every picture you saw of her, somebody was holding her up, (laughs) you know, or she was leaning against something. Uh. It didn't look like it was almost like um, that that movie uh, weekend at Bernie's mm-hmm. <laughs> where you never quite knew whether she was alive or dead. Yeah. Uh, 
That's yeah, for sure. But I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that I that I put on the Deadpool. But I'll have to I'll have to add to it. You'll, we... You will have to add to it. We yes. need your Deadpool uh, your Deadpool uh, inputs. Input, yeah, absolutely. I will do that. Hmm. We'll do that. Uh, you know. So, anyways, so yep. Ray Bradbury, definitely an influence on a lot of people in the sci-fi world and just in general. I think that he, um, you know, put his mark in, in ways that are uh, probably unseen. I think Star Trek was influenced by the things that he did. I, I'm sure that that's a fact. So um, just all sorts of things of that nature. All right, well, let's move on to the final subject that i've got for us today mm-hmm. and uh that is just, huh that was fun too yeah <laughs> that, trolls mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i i know this is crazy they we have uh internet trolls are a really interesting thing and and i had an experience here uh just the other day because you know i'm on twitter and i did this little tweet. Huffington Post wrote something about the fact that Celine Dion and um, um, what's her name, the the gal who who played the you know the lead in in Titanic. Um, oh um, yeah, I'm not going to come up with her name. You can't you can't quiz me like that. <laughs> oh, I can too. You, <laughs> uh, you can't. Oh God, just look it up. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Go ahead. Kate, ahead, Kate, it's Kate Winslet, and okay, so ah. I'm faster than the internet. Yes, you okay, are. so Celine Dion and Di- and uh, and Kate Winslet were are going head to head, really upset because Kate Winslet said that listening to that song, my heart will go on, makes her throw up. She can't stand hearing it anymore. She's done. Every time she shows up to a, 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 a an event, celebrity event or something, that's the song they play. They don't relate her to nothing else. And she's done other great stuff. So it, it kind of sucks. And so Celine Dion is so upset. She's like, you know, it's not like she has to sing it all the time. <laughs> so I'm like tweeting. I, I wrote this tweet that was something basically that said, you know, Celine Dion's just upset because that's her one hit wonder. <laughs> and so apparently... Uh, I don't know anything about Celine Dion, which I, I don't, but I think that's the whole point is, as far as I'm concerned, that is the only thing I care to know about Celine Dion is that one song. <laughs> and I, and I agree, I don't like it. And so, <laughs> so, so somebody on the internet saw my post and decided that they were going to try to r- shake me up a little bit, you know, tell me how screwed up I am and that how, how wonderful Celine Dion is. Of course, uh, I believe that person was a troll trying to, and that's the term, you know, trying to get a rise out of me and, and bait me into dialogue. Well, right. I wasn't looking for dialogue with some guy who wants to defend his his dreamy love interest on the internet <laughs> of Celine Dion, who had you know twenty thousand hits all in France, <laughs> you yeah. know, in, yeah. yeah, she had great French uh, hits. I can't, and she did a bunch, I guess, duets or something like that, which she's well, famous for. Well, I actually for. saw her in concert in Vegas at her farewell tour, and when she was leaving Caesar Palace, yeah. 
and I heard that whole story, that that part of it, which has nothing to do with this conversation. But she is a very talented woman. Well, she, she does put on a fantastic concert. I, I don't doubt that, but I wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you any other song other than the "My Heart Will Go On." <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, that's the one hit that she has. The power of love. Never heard it. Oh my gosh! Well, a lot of people did that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know the Huey Lewis version. That's the yeah. power of love. <laughs> and there's the Amy Grant version. Oh, is there? See, the secular. What, yeah. what do I know? I see. So, I mean, uh, but so then uh, that was yesterday, and then the day before that, I'm online and I make a, make a comment on somebody's stuff. And it was kind of a cutesy comment that I thought was going to get, you know, a cutesy comment back. And so one of that person's followers decided to get in the middle of basically what's a private conversation and uh, and dump on me. I mean, this is like twice in two days. I'm getting these trolls. They come out of nowhere. And as soon as I put something out there, they feel that they got to pipe in. What the hell is up with that? <laughs> I say, I say, stop being a troll. In fact, there's times that I want to be a troll and write nasty stuff, and I hold myself back because I know that's wrong and stupid. And and it's obvious of how emotionally you get over the postings and the ill postings of others. <laughs> yeah, when they're directed at me, when, when they're directed at me, when someone puts pound lame in your name, <laughs> yes, you get pissed off. <laughs> and I am not on the lame list. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, and that's okay because I know how to block people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So, we talk a lot. We talk quite a bit about blocking people, don't we? <laughs> well, apparently, I guess. <laughs> Not on the internet, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh oh. So. Mm. Anyways. Yes, but I had no idea what an internet troll was. And then I started going through my Facebook and looking for the possibilities that someone was trying to spark that inconsequential debate or that uh, insignificant minutia that that whatever, that they just had to come up with something to make it make themselves seem important. Mm -hmm. And um, and I did find a few. I did yeah, find a few did. people that were trying to sneak in, but I did not. Well, and it was my ignorance because I didn't realize that they were trying to bait me. Uh -huh. uh, but I watch on other people's pages sometimes yeah. of how these little debates start happening. Right. And then it's this 50 comment Oh, yeah. thread that goes back and forth where you have two people that are just arguing or beating a dead horse to the point of, uh, you know, there is no reality at that point. At the end of it, it's just kind of like just pure emotion. And I do have that saying, when emotions are high, intelligence is way low. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will put a link to Know Your Meme about Internet Trolls because it, it will provide all the education that anybody could ever want to know about what a troll is. You are uh, such a public service now. I, I know. I, that, <laughs> <laughs> Helping the world escape the world of trolls. Right. Yes. Or if you want to learn how to be a troll, you'll get that out of it too, there right? <laughs> it's, it's like going to sexual harassment training, right? Yeah, exactly. What, what are we well, going to? Sexual harassment training. It's only sexual harassment if you don't like it. Oh. <laughs> so what is it with a troll? If it's, is know. it a good debate if it's if you don't consider the person a troll? I don't. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, I think we uh, definitely will we'll get lots of comments about that. 
We we've put the, lots of troll bait out today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I intend on doing more. So look out. Watch your Facebook pages. There you go. I want to see if I can be a troll. Oh, watch out. It, well, I don't know. You know, not a mean troll. Well, you know me. <laughs> Family friendly troll. Hey. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey now. Exactly. Uh, we talked about the Diamond Jubilee today. And we talked a little bit about Ray Bradbury. And we marked the passing of him. And we talked about internet trolls. So anything else you want to talk about that for the for the good of the order? <laughs> I don't think so. But, you know, I'm, I am co- seriously considering how we can make this uh, this jubilee, jubilee celebration somewhere over here local. Because that sounds like it would be fun. Just make up something that was 75 years. Just make up years. something. Yeah, just say, exactly. well, it's the 75th anniversary of something. And then... And then post it on Wikipedia and everybody will believe it's ooh, true. Ooh, now you got an idea. We'll have to work ah, on that. There you yay. go. You know, <laughs> sell T-shirts. We'll be millionaires and retire. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. For TJ Talks, I am Judd. And I, I am Lynn Little, standing in, sitting in for <laughs> Teresa. And we will chat with you later. Take care. Typically, it's really just to celebrate the fact that she had another 10 years in, in as, the, as the Queen of England. <laughs>